2: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, Stan Stans, to another exciting week of We Stand Together, an academic pop culture symposium. You know,
3: that's the truth. We're the pop culture professors.
2: And you know we're smart people, but you know we're talking dumb topics.
3: I'm Laura. I'm Caitlin guy. Oh, I, oh wow.
2: No, I liked it. I liked it. I liked that energy.
3: I felt like we were in a groove. We
2: were in a really, really good groove, and then... We got into the groove. We got into the groove.
3: What do we have to prove? <laughs> and it's your love to me. And you're Lauren Brinkman.
2: <laughs> that's right, Caitlin that's guy That's damn right. Uh, so, Caitlin, you know, this is week 10,000 of just, like, checking in each week about stands. The things we're obsessive fans of, you know? And I'm curious, Caitlin, what are you standing this week?
3: Okay. True, true stand-up this week. Okay. And it is the show Alone. Okay. It is a reality show. There is only one season. Season 6 is on Netflix. Folks, check it out. Here's the premise. They take 10 people. They drop them off in the Canadian Arctic Circle. Okay. Now, not together. This is I cannot they are alone, such as the title. Okay. They each have to survive and it's just who can survive the longest. They have to hunt their own food, they have to mm-hmm. make their own house. They have to drink water somehow yeah and they don't know what's going on with the other person okay so every time they're at the moment where they want to quit they're like oh no am I the first person to quit or am I if I just could quit five hours later will I win half a million dollars wow and they each have different strategies they have different strengths the thing is you know I love personality I know I want everyone to watch season six (laughs) of Alone. Write down at the beginning your impression of all 10 people and how far you think they'll go. It will be interesting to see (laughs) because let me tell you, you cannot judge a book by its cover. Caitlin – I don't think
2: I've seen you this excited since your birthday lunch at Cheesecake Factory.
3: Like that was the yeah, last time I saw you. That was 400
4: you. years ago. That was the last time and, I and saw we you was alive. you we were about to go see
3: Hustlers. Yeah. I, I agree. I am alive for the first time due to the show alone. And there's, there's five seasons I haven't seen Uh friend of the show. Daphne West has seen it. And she, you know, she lives in Wyoming. She's a survivalist <laughs> on some level. And <laughs> she endorses the show. I'm so excited. Would love to talk to even one person that's seen all of season six, besides Daphne. I mean, I I, ho- I want to get a Zoom going with people. Yeah. So if you've seen it, let's get a Zoom going. Wow. Because uh, uh, I don't want any spoilers. Because I don't care about spoilers at all for any other show, but I do about this show. Okay. So don't tell me who won seasons one through five. I am i couldn't tell you if I wanted to. And I don't know if you'll want to. And Lauren, I don't know if this is exactly a show for you, I think, but I think two episodes in, mm-hmm. y- you'll have to know who wins. Okay. But, Lauren, what's going on with you? I'm at that part of the pandemic
2: where I'm circling back to things I fell in love with at the beginning of the pandemic. I'm having a real Mm -hmm. full circle moment. I understand. And I am back on my bullshit with Married at First Sight.
3: Okay, you're back on your bullshit.
2: I can't stop watching it. I can't stop thinking about it. I've been dreaming about Married at First Sight. Like, I, I, I fully lived a season in my own dreams like I I was on the show in my dreams this week um honestly at this point I think it's probably the only way I will find love is being on the show we're, we're
3: both having we're both dating reality shows about basically what life would be in We're <laughs> <laughs> really like either you have to hunt your own mm-hmm, food mm-hmm. or you just to marry a rando you mean
2: yeah I think there's a certain level of regression happening for both of us yeah
3: Well, we're on Zoom 40 hours a week. So it's like, what about killing a moose (laughs) and marrying a rando named uh, Kyle?
2: (laughs) Who knows? It's very exciting. Um, But yeah, I'm really into Married at First Sight. I have strong feelings about how this new season is starting off. But I'm also
3: rewatching the last season just because,
2: you know.
5: reality
3: show rewatch is a big step. I have to say, that's huge for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've only been there with... Like, you know, Real Housewives and yes, some episodes of The Challenge. Yeah. Uh, but like, when you are willing to rewatch reality mm-hmm, TV, mm-hmm. it's love. Yeah. So, yeah. you and Married at First Sight are forever. I don't know about these. Couples.
2: Oh, wow. I've decided to stay married to Married at
3: First Sight. We're not getting a divorce. Yay. Yeah. And speaking of r- romantic entanglements, you're listening to this the week of Valentine's Day. Yeah, you are. Wow. Happy Valentine's Day, stand mm-hmm. stands. And, and we wanted to bring on a couple. Of hilarious comedians, mm-hmm. but also a couple. <laughs> Please welcome to the show Dan Chamberlain and Casey McCormick. Hello. Oh. Hi. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> he is French. Oh, very romantic.
1: I will be uh, emerging from quarantine French, <laughs> just so everyone.
2: And that's
3: your choice. <laughs> that's your choice.
2: So, you know, even though it's Valentine's Day week, this week, we're really focusing on exes, relationships that have failed. Yeah. Oh. We, we, we want to, we're talking
3: about something we hope you never are, mm-hmm. which is celebrity exes. Yep. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> we help your celebrities but not actors.
2: and you know we always like to kick the show off by you know tooting our own horns with our credentials mm-hmm. to speak on the topic and so you know like personally my credential this week is that for a long time I babysat a child who was friends with Catherine Zeta-Jones and Michael Douglas's kids and would I would comfort her when she saw headlines about Michael Douglas and Catherine oh. Zeta-Jones's relationship being, uh, you know, on the rocks. Uh, and that was something that we would talk about is what's it like? How? Because the little girl I was babysitting was always like, I'm so worried about my friend. her, <gasps> Her parent. What a nice yeah. girl. Yeah. And so we would talk about it and I was like, I think they're okay. She's like, did you see what was on the most recent cover of like, I don't know, whatever magazine she saw? And I'd be like, I think, I think if, you know, just reach out. Maybe you want to send her a text and say hi then. <laughs> I don't know. What a kind girl. She was very sweet. I really liked this kid. Even though she once told me at the movie theater when um, I, a movie theater ticket taker once asked which one of us was the child and which one was the adult. And the <sighs> same girl looked at me and said, you need to think about your fashion choices.
3: <laughs> wow. But, and she's funny.
2: Yeah, she's funny. She was funny. Wow, she
3: needs to be a talk show host I, She
2: probably will be.
1: Was the ticket taker like honestly confused or was it one of those like when you see someone with like a strong dog, like who's walking who? <laughs> um,
2: she was very, very tall for her age. She was much taller than I was and vi- she was much better dressed. Um, I was very short and very poorly dressed so she was in
1: a, a talbot's pantsuit she, yeah. she,
3: she had a leather briefcase <laughs> yeah basically and then this does make sense lauren is 5'1 and was probably wearing a one direction shirt But so. <laughs> <laughs> this part the stand stands do uh, my credit this week was it's not an encounter with an ex couple but something I got concerned about mm. at JFK when I saw Paul Bettany and Jennifer Connelly in a terrible dispute. Oh no. We were uh, all uh in immigration. I don't know where they were coming in from. I don't remember where I was coming in from. The main thing I remember of the trip is going through immigration with Paul <laughs> Bettany and Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> and it was a very very long line. Mm-hmm. And guys, we know those zigzag. Uh, We do. Everyone on this Zoom (laughs) and Paul Bettany, someone who doesn't know, is Jennifer Connelly. Uh
2: Uh-oh.
3: Who was so incensed. It's something. They were so mad at each other and they had their children with them. She wouldn't zigzag like through the line. Mm -hmm. She would wait for him to get to the the next part and then just go under (gasps) the ribbon. Oh, no. And truly, everyone let it go. And I don't know if it was... I knew it was Jennifer Connelly and Paul Bettany. Yeah. And even though they're absolutely beautiful people, out of the corner of your eye at that moment, mm-hmm. they just look tired New York parents. Yeah. And no one looks like themselves when they're going through immigration. <laughs> exactly. And they've been obviously on a long flight mm-hmm. from somewhere, two, three kids, I don't know. She just looked so mad that I think everyone was willing to let it go. But I was like, oh my God, am I going to read in the headlines like they broke up something that happened on the flight? But now they're fine, and you know some celebs can fight and get over it. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh, was Paul Bettany and Jennifer's uh, celebrity name PB and J?
2: Using uh, it now. <laughs> PB and is
3: now. PB and J. Well, they're at a level where no one fully I care, but no one really does enough to make a name. But they're they're both beautiful and
2: excellent. Well, but... it's so funny that you bring this up because as someone who looks at Paul Bettany's Instagram every single day I completely forgot he was married to Jennifer Connelly it's been a
3: thing I'm gonna say
2: 10-15 years listen not a day goes by that I don't like a picture on his Instagram account and I had completely forgotten that she was in the picture
1: he is the like the closest human to Jared the Goblin King I think so (laughs) It tracks. It tracks.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, Casey, Dan, uh, any creds uh, in the realm of celebrity
4: exes? (laughs) Oh, I mean, I I enjoy following many of them. Um, I love, for example, um, Adam Brody and Rachel Bilson as an Mm. ex celebrity couple is completely fascinating to me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love an onset romance that is fizzled.
1: Ooh. It's like a camp boyfriend. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I just realized I've had one celebrity couple encounter, and it is <gasps> not anyone anyone cares about.
3: Um Ooh. Oh, it's. I guarantee you, Lauren and I care more than you
4: know, life itself. <laughs> so I used to work at a boutique in Nolita that was like just this fun, cute little clothing store, and a lot of celebrities would come in undetected. They were almost mm-hmm. always very chill and very nice. One day it was a Saturday and it was like unbelievably busy and I was working by myself and I'm helping like 10 people and the door bursts
3: open. Oh my God. I'm getting chills. Who is it?
4: I'm not sure which, but either Noel or Liam Gallagher (laughs) (laughs) will into the routine. I love this. With an unnamed model on his arm. So (gasps) they like burst in. No one really knows who they are and it takes me a second to kind of clock it. Like mm-hmm. okay, cool. I'll like you know pay attention to these people because they have a lot of money; they might buy stuff. Yeah. Um, his girlfriend proceeded to walk around the entire store and be like, "I love this. It just looks so big <laughs> for me. I think it would just be, I would be drowning in it. I'd just be swimming in this coat." They just walked around and like tried stuff on, and he would tell her it looked way too big on her, and she'd be like, "I know. It's so hard." And then they just left. <gasps> It was like 20 minutes of just trying on oversized coats and me being like, no, you look like a rock star. And her like, I'm just so small.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How many lives get rearranged? I know. Mm. Uh, Mm. Iconic.
2: Wow. Wow. Well, you found the audience that cares about that story. And it's us. That was great. Truly iconic. Well, you know what? I think that we all have tremendous credentials for today's exploration. Yeah,
3: I think the audience knows they're in good hands. They're excited to get going. <laughs> so
2: we're going to do our first pop quiz game. Oh, yeah. It's it's a good one. It's called Name the Triangle. that's right
3: you know celebrities entertain us with their movies their shows but mainly their private lives especially the love triangles that have us taking sides and teams we're going to describe an affair you tell us the participants in the love triangle
4: Are Casey, we working as
3: a team our or are we oh
4: working yeah. against yeah, each team. other? Oh, no, you're working together. As a team,
3: and you can show your work.
4: Being
1: on the DL stands for driver's license now. Am I right? Okay.
3: <laughs> we're going from easy to hard, easy to hard. All right. 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 Co stars met on the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith ending the fairy tale Hollywood marriage of a friend. Well, we're going to go with
4: um, Brad,
3: Angelina, and Jennifer. Yeah, maybe the most famous, you know, here's my hottest take. Mm-hmm. I've always and will always be team Angie.
2: Wow. Said no one ever but you, Caitlin.
3: <laughs> I think it's fun. <laughs> I
2: think she, I think Jen is
3: boring. I think Angie had a mission.
1: <laughs> that Brad and Angie found each other is like one of those perfect kismet like it's like when uh Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee were together it's like Correct. America says yes because it's like okay here's these two people with these cartoonish mm-hmm. sex organs you yeah, know exactly. like i bet they were drawn to each other like fucking Vince Clortho and the keymaster <laughs> fucking ghostbuster you know like they're <laughs> like, just inexorably drawn. What happened. To,
4: yeah. Wait 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 what, what, what
1: is what is Brad Pitt's cartoonish sex organ? No i mean so they're they're both like so, like they're both the most like
4: <laughs> okay. But when yeah. you're talking about Pamela Anderson and Tommy and Tommy Lee, Lee I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And when you're talking about Angelina right. Jolie, I know they what you're both talking have exaggerated. But they yes. they
1: they match because they're both yeah. like, well, you're just a fucking marble bust of a human being. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they match that way.
3: Yeah, right. And not that uh, you know Jennifer Anderson's no uggo uh, but it's just a different thing. But next it's to
5: Angelina I- Jolie.
3: <laughs> no, I mean sc- I mean sculptures try to get away from Angelina Jolie like literally they're like let me slink out of this room I'm a sculpture. It, it it's just I don't know. I find it funny. I... Who cares? We we weren't going to get anything good about, out of the Jen and Brad. No, I'm sorry. We just weren't going to get anything. Well, good. You're right, you know, you're
4: right. I also think it's it's like maybe the cheesiest kind of movie you could like meet that person on. Oh, hilarious! Mm-hmm. That part yes. is funny. Like I it's just will like a
3: sexy spy movie where we're trying to tear oh, each yeah. other apart. And neither of them have ever seen the movie. They don't remember the movie. No. Their kids are going to stumble upon it and be like, "Are you kidding?"
2: I I will also say like I the first time I ever actually was interested in Brad or Jen was this summer at. When they did the Zoom like reading of Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and like we're so aware of whatever, like it was like Jen actually had a sense of humor about it, and like she gave us what we wanted. I was like, oh, this is fun. Years later,
1: (laughs) real quick, what's everyone's favorite Jen performance? Oh,
3: morning show.
2: Oh
4: yeah, that's a good
2: one. Uh,
1: I'll do the Good Girl. Mm. Mike White movie, fucking fantastic.
4: I I am gonna go with the Long Game, Polly, and I have reasons.
2: I'm going to say something that might force Caitlin to sever creative ties yeah, I, with me.
3: And I can mute you.
2: Um, I'm going to go with the Adam Sandler movie. Just go with it.
3: <laughs> See, I don't like their friendship. Sorry. But this is awesome. It's the only first triangle out of five. Uh, you've talked about this at length in this podcast. So we need to move on. Uh, the second one. Former High School Musical, the musical, the series star exposed her ex's new love affair in 2021's first mega hit. Oh,
1: Olivia Rodrigo.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. And and can you name the other? Oh, two? Uh, Campbell.
1: <laughs> Sabrina Campbell is the other. Close. Samantha no. Campbell. No.
3: No. No. Oh, you you pivoted
1: uh, on the wrong. Sabrina, Sabrina
4: Carpenter. <laughs> Carpenter. Yes. 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 All and right. The, and the guy is some loser who j- doesn't deserve j- either a, it's of a, them. J- it's
1: a J and a B, but I don't. I know nailed it yeah and you know it's what? a j and a B. I could
3: i could say specifically but i don't know if we need to because it is just a j and B. <laughs> and it's a name that could be an eight-year-old it could be an 88 year old white man Th- this josh
1: bramford is just, <laughs> josh
3: you're you're getting jeremy bramley does it matter? It doesn't matter <laughs> jordan bush i wish <laughs> jordan
1: bush <laughs>
3: <laughs> if it was jordan bush i would absolutely conform. confirm uh what a hit! You know, we didn't know that high school High School Musical, the musical, the series. It was... it
1: is it, it is suffocating under its own metatextuality. <laughs> this whole the song explaining it to anyone, mapping it to Vanessa Hudgens and Zac Efron. It is it the the, the entire story, the explanation of why this song well, is it also, can barely breathe under these qualifiers. What are
3: we doing? What are we doing to kids? You know, we're we're twenty five years into. Pixar jokes that are for adults, right? And that's that's fine. You can have a joke here that, like, a kid won't get. But the joke of the title of the show is something you have to be, like, basically an irony bro to appreciate. <laughs> High School Musical, the musical, the series is a joke for adults. By adults, I even mean, like, 23 above.
1: Yeah. But it, but, meta, but metatextuality is everything now. I mean, like, you can say it started seeds in, like, major pops that started in the Scream movies or whatever. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the oh, this is, like, the mainstream now? I think you point to that cartoon Spider-Man movie, fucking Spider-Verse. It's just all the guys. You get it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that presumed familiarity with the language. It like is. Family Guy's part of it, too, and that sort of thing. But, like, that's the norm now, like, in, in, in pop storytelling
3: even family guy it's presented as this is a reference you may know it or not like in these new things it is just like this is the text yeah 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 it, but it,
1: but it's it's already a little a little russian nesting doll of like but if you want to if you want to dive in on this there's five more layers of context you can explore because the dig is part of what makes media and entertainment yeah. engaging now
3: And what else are we doing Right <laughs> And, and speaking of, let's move on to number three. It's getting harder, folks. Rap legend, rumored to have cheated with another iconic rapper while married to an R&B singer who was the mother of his son.
1: Mother of his son while married to an R&B singer. I'm trying to think of uh, the that power couple first is how I'm trying to break it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we ask hint questions? <laughs> Door. phone a friend have uh, any of these three people had a billboard hot 100 song in the last two or three years no, no. okay oh okay um,
4: are any of these people dead yes. yes okay it's Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown no it's not what? wow
1: how dare that. you say that <laughs> I
3: know well you know what Shh. and actually Whitney has had a hit <laughs> yeah. yes oh my god she has
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. alright that, <laughs> that makes it tough throw me off
3: of this podcast this one I
2: will say I had forgotten about this triangle until we were researching for the show and then I was like but you know it but then I was like oh my god I was obsessed with this triangle <laughs>
3: like, someone's dead it's a it's a raptor Oh Aaliyah. married to Aaliyah? A z- no.
1: Biggie Faith Evans puffy yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait
2: No, Diddy Diddy
1: Diddy Diddy, diddy. No. no. No, not Diddy. Who you the know? fuck was it? Mace?
3: <laughs> Big No, no no. Biggie was the cheater. You do get points, okay? But he cheated. Mm-hmm. Ooh,
1: like Foxy Brown or something, or?
3: Oh well, if if she hears this, you're gonna
1: be <laughs> yeah, good. yeah, no, I know.
3: it's little it's it's
4: Lil, Lil Kim.
1: Kim. <laughs> All right,
3: wait, mm-hmm. there, oh well, my
4: god, I did think that if there was a love triangle happening, that Lil Kim was
3: involved. <laughs> oh, you know she was. I, I think moving forward in the game, that's always a great thing to assume. Uh, <laughs> yes, it the one we were speaking of was. Biggie, Lil Kim, and Faith yes. Evans. However, you are right that Tupac claimed that he had sex with Faith Evans. I don't know if that was substantiated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think Diddy did. I I mean, know who knows? They might have, but Diddy is, they Diddy did, is but... still
1: a virgin. <laughs>
3: <Diddy>. <laughs> I, I preferred. Virgin. <laughs> I I love hashtag that hashtag idea. Diddy is a virgin. <laughs> Thank you. You heard it here first, but never last. Diddy is a virgin. All right. They only get harder from here. This politically minded rapper dropped a diss track about former Canadian teen star dating the world's best tennis player.
4: <laughs> I can't believe that sentence exists. Okay, former Canadian teen star Drake. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm. Yes,
1: tennis. Was he with a Williams' sister? I feel. I mean, I feel like that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and
3: who dropped the diss track? It's a politically minded rep.
4: Politically minded, Kanye. Mm -hmm.
1: Macklemore.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, are politically minded as in like socially conscious and like about Mm -hmm. justice? Okay, so not Kanye. No. I was like, Nas
1: or like uh no, I don't know if I can know. I'll never get this one.
3: Well, give me a minute. I wish it was Macklemore. I wish it was Macklemore and I'd said the greatest rapper It was actually Macklemore and Faith Evans.
1: (laughs) I knew a guy. He used to be on Degrassi. That would piss
3: off a lot of people.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I actually am not sure, but I know for sure that uh, Drake was a Canadian teen star that people love to diss upon. Yes. Which
5: Williams was he with?
3: It is Drake and Serena. Serena. Oh, Mm -hmm. I love that. And it was Common.
4: Common. Yeah.
3: Why did he... Drop that track. I guess he's just—I mean, they had broken up, but I guess he was just mad. And it's funny to do a diss track on Drake. Like, yeah, I think basically.
1: I'll—I'll uh, okay. I'll say I bite my tongue with, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, sharing any work goss or any any behind the scenes stuff from the Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. But I will say, common. Top three kindest celeb I've ever worked with ah, or like encountered. Nice. Like, I would say maybe even number two on the chart of like, wow. oh my God, you're the best. Remembered like my name a year out.
0: Oh, In terms of it. like,
1: like, fucking, thank you. hi, well, Tom. like, see, yeah, very nice.
3: And also, just in case you ever dated Serena, he got <laughs> yeah,
1: like, yeah, 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 his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he is protecting Serena. <laughs> That's his... <laughs>
2: Dan, you, Dan. This story, this anecdote gives gives evidence to support my theory, which is I think Common did it because he thought it would be funny. Like I think he just was like, "This is
3: yeah, funny." Be.
2: Like, because I'm sorry, but I think like when like Drake has to know, like you started on Degrassi. Now you hear, like it's always gonna be funny. But
4: here's my question: I have not heard the track, so I don't know. But is he kind to Serena in it, or does he like bring mm, her down? Okay. Then I'm
3: okay. No. Uh, I also, I love how much Serena loves a little bit of a dorky guy. I know. Between Common, Drake, and her her current husband. husband. Yeah. She loves a little bit of a dork. Like, I could set her up. God forbid anything happens. (laughs) I know, I know 10 guys for you, Serena. So the last one uh, a Southern charm gal about town is rumored to have been flown to Miami to rendezvous with former MLB star, now engaged. To the world's most famous triple threat.
1: Well, I know it's JLo lo and A-Rod. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was making such strong indications with my body language that I knew what we were talking about, and I was so wrong.
1: <laughs> I don't know Southern Charms at all, though.
4: Well, uh- because a girl from Southern Charm was just in a big thing with Jay Cutler. Uh-huh. And I don't know her name, but I know Jay Cutler flew her to Miami, well, it seems right? like
3: you know the girl, because it's the same girl. <laughs>
1: Bad she's been in, been in three, wait, she's been in two triangles
3: where she gets flown to Miami by some dove ass. <laughs> so her name is, and it's wonderful, Madison LaCroix. Yes.
1: Party in the city where the heat is on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she has been rumored to have been flown to Miami by A-Rod. Uh Yes. She definitely is like, she has a conf- very, very confirmed flirtation with Jay Cutler. Mm-hmm. There's screen grabs. We don't know fully what happened. It's... I think those receipts tell <laughs> a tale. Yes. Uh, I think we do. But with A-Rod, there, I don't believe there are visual receipts that we've seen, but it's it's getting out more and more. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's insane. Yeah. Insane. I guess, God bless her and the journey she's on, because she's She's really like achieving it. For him, like my only thought, I, I mean, I'm nice. I'm not shocked that A-Rod cheats, but like, why would you cheat with someone with a platform? My only thought is he doesn't actually he's so big and J Lo is so big, he doesn't understand that people on reality shows have a platform. Mm-hmm. And that when he sees her Instagram and she has 400,000 followers, he's like, yeah, she must just be like a popular girl at college. <laughs> oh boy. Like, he doesn't, like, he's too far up to understand that, like, this is a woman who's on television, you dumbass. But also, like, I mean, this doesn't stop anyone
4: from cheating, but what an incredible step down.
3: Well, which
2: I wonder if it's, you know, JLo has said many times that, like, With all that she does, she still is very um, strict with her sleep schedule. So I wonder if A Rod gets a hall. Well, well, I also wonder if A Rod has a hall pass because J Lo's like, I'm tired.
3: Well, she's not oh, a party. Yet. She's not.
2: And Madison, That's why she, she looks so good. Especially because there's no receipts and stuff. Like, it makes me wonder if J-Lo's like, yeah, I already
3: know about this. <laughs> like, We got an arrangement. I don't think J-Lo would be cool with that. I don't think so. I don't know. I, a lot of the rumors, people have thought that, mm-hmm. but people say that she's actually extremely jealous. I would um. absolutely believe that. She also, like, she recently... This has nothing to do
4: with men, but she recently had a big thing in the news because she was like, she gets mad when people suggest that she has had Botox, which is a totally normal and preventative procedure that anyone should be able to feel free to do. But
3: Mm -hmm.
1: to me, that weirdly rings like that definitely means she hasn't. You know what I mean? Like, because there's some like doth protest too much stuff. But like, if you haven't, you would be like, oh, back the fuck. Like, you know what I mean? I could see that provoking.
4: Right. But I'm just saying that. Regardless of that, she probably maybe she hasn't, but it's like I think making a making enough of a big deal about yeah, it yeah, means yeah, that, like, yeah, when it comes to her partner, she's probably not like, Yeah, true. he hooks up with like people from southern charm. Yeah, <laughs> fair, fair enough.
1: Because Aaron well, means- needs JLo charm more than. Ch- JLo needs A-Rod charm. Mm-hmm.
3: That's what it yeah. boils
1: down to. You know, it's yeah. like.
3: And I don't care if they're happily ever after, no. but I did want the wedding pics. Yeah. yeah. And so if this oh disturbs her that, wedding dress, I'm, I'm Her wedding
1: dress would, as you they said. say, break it to internet. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's had a lot of tries and that's cool. That's her celebrity. That's who she is. She's Elizabeth Taylor. I love it.
2: I think the uh, the obvious answer here is uh you know listener famous listener of the show Leah Remini uh let us know you know speak up for your gal pal <laughs>
1: Wait Leah Remini listens to this <laughs>
2: I just assume that part of Leah's responsibility is any time J Lo's name is mentioned in media that like she's required to listen to it, to read it. So I assume every time we bring J Lo up on this podcast,
1: wait, does does J Lo have Scientology connections? What's that? Uh,
3: well, she she's she does not herself. Her dad is a Scientologist, yeah. huh. and her best friend Leah Remini was a longtime Scientologist. Oh, yeah. And Scientology, as you know from the series, treated her, Leah Remini very well because they were always hoping J Lo would join.
1: I have uh, one of the one of the best. Uh, if you're ever looking to get revenge on someone, though, if you're ever like trying to like ooh, get back at someone, uh, you me. send um, you find their mailing address and order a free copy of <gasps> Dianetics to their house. No, because uh, uh, Scientology will have your next address too. They <gasps> fucking find out you. Ne- you will get mail from them forever. So if you were if you're looking for the ooh, meanest revenge you can get yeah. on someone, find someone's mailing address, get the free copy of Dianetics sent to their house, and doesn't matter where they move, but they will keep oh. getting. They will keep getting. Have you heard? You know, like for now, is forever is no longer impossible. You know,
3: <laughs> is this too nuclear an option for my aunt that signed me up for Trump emails? Ooh. It was easy to unsubscribe. Well, well here's where? the thing: I think you're just going to wind up with an aunt in
4: Scientology.
3: <laughs> I ki- yeah, yeah, I kind of I agree. Yeah, you're right. There, there, there's the the backfire on me is too strong. On that note, let's take a commercial break to just find those from these words from the church of Scientology
0: (laughs) are you ready to shop Rakuten's big give week is back
3: back we've created many facebook groups and i just need to get down to my thesis because we are talking about celebrity exes but it's valentine's day week we're talking about love really and we're talking about honestly a couple that needs to be back together Mm -hmm. and my thesis is simple can be stated easily this week drew barrymore and tom green need to get back together to give anyone some backstory drew barrymore is uh, I I don't know one of the most famous actresses alive? <laughs> ET Scream,
1: Home Fries, Josie
4: <laughs> Gross. He's
3: just not yes. that into you. Never been never been kissed has as is probably one of the most influential films over this the podcast. Charlie's <laughs> Angels
1: movies where they met. Oh,
3: she, they're oh, both yeah. so. Good. Thank you, thank you. Um, and she's done one of the most relatable things of all time in quarantine, which is she started a podcast basically just to meet friends and reunite with friends <laughs> she had the charlie's angels cast she had lucy Liu and cameron diaz where well, my girl
1: drew charlie Dean and there's <laughs>
3: yes thank you see this is why i love having you on dan most of the times i'd have to say that, but i knew i actually like knew you were there and you were gonna do it. um tyra banks was on and drew asked her to be her friend and like I've done a presentation on this podcast previously about the Tyra Banks daytime show. Like if in daytime, you can scare the sh- living shit out of Tyra Banks. You are a new icon. Mm-hmm. And Drew did just that. Mm-hmm. Um, she Wait, what did she
1: do love- on the Tyra?
3: She just like, cause Tyra, a f- Tyra- a
1: famously weird daytime
5: show. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: no, no. She on the Drew Rambo show, Drew asked Tyra, can we be friends? And Tyra like got scared. Like she was like, you know, this is just a show, right? Like in her eyes, which, you know, we know she smizes. And, and she was like, this is not real. Um,
2: it was amazing. Uh. But
3: Drew wants to make friends and we all do. And of course Drew is obsessed with friend of the podcast, Jason Gore. <laughs> She's had him on many times. Hell yeah! She wants to be his friend and sorry we are. <laughs> uh, but the most memorable appearance to date on the show has been by her ex husband tom green if you don't remember drew barrymore and tom green were married for 15 months from 2001 to 2002 uh the only marriage for tom green and the second of three for barrymore barrymore has a long dating history uh she's been in the public eye for a long time Mm -hmm. she was engaged two times before her first marriage like one when she was 16 like that's you know ill-fated like child star stuff. She also dated Justin Long. It was like Scott Bayo
1: or something. You know, like, yeah, yeah, she yeah. dated
3: uh, the drummer from The Strokes, like a lot of positive things. Mm-hmm. And then she had two children with her third husband, who she's been divorced from for like seven years. So, But, but even though they were only married for 15 months, they were like on television a lot. They were on mm-hmm. his show on MTV a lot. Mm-hmm. Specifically, like they got through his testicular cancer. Um, and like it just at that time to me, I was like, "Oh, she's like home. Yeah, she is resting. Like it was so perfect. Like she's from a legendary Hollywood family. I mean, showbiz family. Mm-hmm. Hollywood doesn't even put it in perspective. She hosted SNL when she was like nine. Uh, But he's just so Canadian. He's he's like from from the woods and and from the suburbs. And the and famous
1: people. marriage just... bit on SNL.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh. They were also famous in their own lane. There's no competition there. Even with Justin Long, who I like her with Justin Long, but like that's two sides of the same coin. Like they should be friends. Mm-hmm. Not, um, so I'm going to play you a clip from his first appearance on the True Barrymore show. This is Tom Green coming back. Everyone buckle in. This is
6: fully 90 seconds. Okay. I have always been attracted to visionaries, comedians, and people who make me laugh. I was so attracted to our next guest, I even married him. Yeah. Because that's what you do. Please welcome a wonderful, wonderful man, Tom Green.
5: Hi, Drew. <laughs> Hi everybody. Oh
6: Tom. I brought Charlie with
5: me. Hello, Drew. How are you? I'm nice to see you.
6: I'm so good. I know you have a new woman in your life.
5: Yes, this is my uh, my new puppy, uh, Charlie, and we're taking off on a van trip, and we're going to travel around the country together. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. But great to see you, and congratulations on your incredible show. I'm so happy to be here, and was so happy when you invited me on the show. Thank you so much. This is amazing.
6: I, um, a little backstory for anyone um, is uh, we we haven't seen or spoken to each other, and. In, in, far too long.
5: Thanks for having me here, Drew. And I'm really, really, couldn't be more excited about your new show. It's nice to see you every day on here, just bringing this burst of happiness and energy and optimism to the world right now. Thank you. Dick and Mary Jane, my mother and father, they say hello, by the way, and they're really happy that I'm here on the show and they're, they're, they're happy for you. And uh, we're all really happy for you, actually. We, uh, we love watching you uh, do amazing things, and we're so excited about your new show.
3: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, just, just, would love to just get some reactions from the group, round the horn, to this <sighs> clip. This is 90 seconds of what was a 15 minute.
4: I mean, I'm not sure what I can personally do to make this happen, but I will do it. I, that, that was so sweet. I've always really liked them, because I, I, Truly, um, in my heart of hearts, believe that Drew Barrymore is her character in Charlie's Angels, and so mm-hmm. is Tom Green. So, <laughs> that is also an odd couple made in heaven.
3: But, oh, that was really sweet. So, I mean, just from that clip, I think there's a few notable things. One is, like, even the joke. And it's was like, a joke. Like, you, your other woman, the dog. He pauses. I know. It's, it's like, you, that's a joke. You only make when the door is open. Like if the door is closed, you're just like cute dog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, him bringing up his goddamn parents, parents. Eric and Mary Jane, <gasps> and by name, and it was like, and I, because the message
1: is you're that. still a part of our lives, mm-hmm. and we're yes, still a part and- of your lives. The way parents ask about an ex, mm-hmm.
3: I have done that even with a former friend. Yes, I've been like. How's Haley Mm -hmm. to mean, like, your sister? You know, it's just like,
1: I know your sister. Or some shithead roommate you had a decade ago that it's like, you still talk to, you know, Biff and the gang? (laughs) It's like, no, (laughs) like, you know, it's like, I live in a fucking hovel with those assholes. We don't stay in touch.
3: (laughs) And then she goes on, when Dick and Mary Jane are brought up, she goes on to tell a story that is honestly not that compelling Mm -hmm. about how one of two nights of good sleep she's ever gotten in her entire life was when she spent the night at his family home Mm -hmm. which beyond the fact she's only got two good nights of sleep like like this needs to be interrogated she doesn't know that but it's like and he's like okay and i just think they're nervous in a way that's like you would you just shouldn't be nervous to see any friend after that time Mm -hmm. or whatever but like there's something about it that's like we haven't said what we need to yes. say. Uh, they
4: also are forced to sit six feet apart because of the circumstances, mm-hmm. so it's even weirder, and that tension is, like,
3: between them. Probable. And he's not there. Yeah. Just, just, just. To... It's a hologram. That's why they pan to him, and he's immediately there. Yeah. He doesn't come out. He's, he's in. Uh, I thought it was studio Los magic. Angeles, or just to queue up clip two because what tom green has done during quarantine is take a van around the united states i didn't even realize when i endeavored to present this thesis that he has returned to the drew Memory Show. the clip we just saw was september 2020 this one is december 2020
5: hi drew what an intro thank you so much good to see you hello
6: oh tom and charlie yeah,
5: yeah charlie's here too tom yes you look cool I'm, I'm, I'm living in my van down by the river, Drew. Um, things are going good. No, I, uh, I'm having a great time, actually. I'm out, I'm out in New Mexico, and I'm traveling across the country and uh, doing a lot of uh, filming and, uh, uh, and uh, my podcast, and I'm having fun. But it was so much fun. Like you said, it was, it's been fun reconnecting with you, and um, you're pretty good at Scrabble.
6: Oh, so we're playing a mean game of Scrabble. Uh, it's actually my turn, but my letters suck so badly. Look at this board, A-I-I-I-A-A-V-I. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm determined not to swap them out. We Our last game was really good. I didn't take a screenshot of that board, but um, yeah. we're it's so much fun to play Scrabble go with you
3: what wow (laughs) okay i should have mentioned she gives him a 35 second intro before this about what a wonderful person he is then this segment goes on for eight minutes (gasps) where it talks about like how he's a good photographer and then she's like i don't know if you remember you bought me and then he like says the very specific camera that he bought her and she was like yeah i've done photos i've done photos for magazines he's like yeah i know this cover this cover this cover he's like and they, it just, it's excruciating. Like, how do they not fit into each other's lives now? I think they I know. Do. I feel like Tom Green is specimen A best stepdad ever. Yeah. Like, someone who would understand a boundary, but also, like, I'm willing to take on any responsibility that's needed, but like, I'm not their dad, and that's fine.
1: Cause it's what he takes seriously with a guy who feel mm-hmm. like, you know, your whole thing is like, I don't take anything seriously, but then you see, like, you see what they actually do take seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right.
3: Right. And his mom and dad have always been a part of that. Yeah. So like his family unit. And again, like, even though, yes, he's in showbiz, he's been famous for like 25 years. He's still off the grid in a way that like, she, she can't ever be. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. She doesn't she could do nothing for the rest of her life and she will always be on the grid. Like she will always be A-list famous. And she wants fame. Mm-hmm. Like like not I don't mean fame like she wants to be in the tabloids, but I mean like
1: But when working is home and you mm-hmm. start at that. Yes. In, you know what I mean? Like yes! yeah.
3: she wouldn't feel comfortable just dating, you know, dating a like a teacher, dating an architect because it's like she would have trouble relating. I yeah.
4: think. Yeah.
3: Like, he's the least famous person she could possibly imagine being with, and he's very famous. Yeah. Maybe we could
4: find her someone from Southern Charm. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm sure Madison looks (laughs) so available. I don't know that she's bisexual, but I don't know
3: that it matters.
2: Oh, my God. Well, I had no idea how much I cared about Drew Barrymore and Tom Green getting back together, but now I'm willing to dedicate
4: all of my spare time to making this happen. I'm really invested. Also, I'm going to watch that SNL clip. I've never seen it.
1: Yeah, it's like rough.
4: It's like well acted (laughs) if it's not real.
1: She's never spoken about it. He has always said it's real.
4: Yeah, I believe that it's real. I haven't even seen it yet. But the reason I believe it's real is because it feels like something that when you're like young and like kind of like a wild child and crazy in love that you would do that you would be Mm -hmm. like, let's do something insane. Let's get married on the show. And it seems like something that SNL would absolutely green light for ratings.
3: Right. And she has trouble even understanding what reality is. Like, if you're seven and you're hosting SNL, like, you're never going to get fully, like, what that would mean. Or you're
4: kids. 10 and you're, like, doing cocaine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, who like, yeah. knows? I mean, they're so... I forgot how obsessed I was with their relationship, like, at the time. Like, I, like they were they always... They were cute. They're really they cute. They were cute, but also, like, there was always... From the beginning of them getting together, it always felt like it could all be a joke. That they were just in on this joke.
3: But I also thought it was like... Or it could be like a 40-year marriage. Yeah. It still could be. Mm. Wow. Well, That's my point. Well... Well, I leave you with that.
2: Well, you know... I I couldn't be all hearts and flowers on this episode. So I thought that for our second game tonight, we'd go in the complete opposite direction. Uh you know, I think it's telling that Caitlin, as a happily married person decided to do a tribute to love. Uh and I <laughs> I instead am going to play a game with you all called It Should Have Been Happy Homewrecking Edition. Uh so Casey, you inspired today's game because I was thinking about
1: Uh-oh. Um, famous home wrecker Casey <laughs> McCormick. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
4: I'm actually the the reason that Drew Barrymore and Tom Green are no longer together Ah! How dare you
0: I knew it I had three kids before
4: (laughs) (laughs) I thought it, you inspired me because I
2: was thinking about, I was like, where did I first, like, cross paths with Casey? I was like, I know it was at UCB, but I was like, oh, I think the first time we actually ever spoke to each other was when you and Jessica Morgan did Becky Abrams and I's Gilmore Girls bit show at UCB. Yes. Jessica and uh, you were, like, pretended to be the ho- the anger like like it was a it like a it room like you were really really angry and destroying things and so I was thinking about your remembering this bit and I was like oh we're gonna destroy some marriages <laughs> All right. uh, and so I was like a, fu- a weird thing about the cast of Gilmore Girls is that most of them are like very happily married in long-term relationships. So in the spirit of Gilmore Girls and the spirit of the rec room, we're going to wreck these happy marriages tonight. And so I'm going to name uh, a cast member from Gilmore Girls and who their uh, celebrity uh, partner is. And then I'm going to ask you and Dan to choose one of their former co, like former co-stars to come and wreck their lives. All
4: right
3: love
2: it so the first <laughs> real life couple that we're gonna homewreck is Lorelai Gilmore herself Lauren Graham mm-hmm. and her husband Peter Krause who she met um many many years ago when they both were on Caroline in the City but then they fell in love when they were playing siblings yep. on Parenthood so <laughs> which of their former co-stars it could be either one of them because they both had so many co-stars but who are you going to bring in
4: to wreck this marriage I'm going to choose Jason Ritter. Okay on parenthood to come fuck up that relationship (laughs) oh i do love that one i do love that
2: one um i was gonna i went in a totally different direction when i was fantasizing about destroying this happy couple and i actually decided peter was gonna wreck the marriage but Mm -hmm. he was gonna do it with former sports night co-star josh charles (laughs) I, that's oh. a fan fiction I want to read. That feels and like I'm a probably deep cut. right. <laughs> mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Craig T. Nelson as coach. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was I was gonna say I think Rachel Griffiths could just ruin
4: anyone's oh, life.
2: If she chose to I'd let her happily that's, that's her, ruin anything that's she her wanted thought.
3: to.
4: Uh,
2: okay, amazing. I love this though. Jason Ritter coming for their asses. I also
4: want to say I think that Jason Ritter is also happily married, and he seems like yeah. he has a really cute little family, and I don't I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want it to be oh, for real. Too
1: yeah, bad. Cute little family <laughs> you, you got there. Out. Be ashamed if something happened to it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Daisy McCormick, Life (laughs) Ruiners.
1: No, Life Ruiners, what got fucking Drake in that wheelchair on the grass? (laughs) (laughs) Life Ruiners. They tarred and feathered that boy or painted and feathered that boy.
2: Oh my God. Okay, the next couple we're going to break up is uh, a staple of the Hollywood scene, Melissa McCarthy and Ben Falcone. Who are you going to wreck them with?
1: Well, so they have the exact same filmography. Yes. Uh. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Which is what makes it really exciting.
1: Um, (laughs) I have a
4: fantasy.
1: Oh, I know you're, and I I support this one. Yeah, yeah.
4: Okay, Bobby Cannaval and Melissa (gasps) McCarthy.
1: Ooh, in, think about uh, it. that super intelligence which was hard to yeah. watch but like they like that energy chemistry is, the is so good and Bobby Cannavale is the fucking man like yes stage, station agent top five movie <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: but
1: also
4: Melissa McCarthy never just gets to be like a woman in a relationship it's always like mm-hmm. she's either like gross and then they fall in love or she's like you know what I mean like didn't believe
1: yeah. in herself didn't
4: believe in herself whatever and or it's, it's just like, like we used to date yeah, it's just, yeah. We it's just we like we used to date. date and their chemistry is so good.
1: And then Ooh. they get back. Yeah, anyways, it's sweet. But it's yeah. Sorry,
4: uh, Benny Falcone.
1: Uh, writer and director of that very movie. Uh,
4: <laughs> oh, uh, too good of a
2: writer.
3: Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You wrote yourself
2: <laughs> you just out wrote of yourso- this love story. You wrote
1: yourself out of a fucking wife, bro. Sucks to be <laughs> you. Dude,
3: why don't you write so good?
1: <laughs> Dude, yeah. don't write so good next time. This keeps happening. Is that Bobby kind
3: of all saying
4: it? No,
1: that's, no, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. No,
3: that's, Bobby that's his
4: best that's friend. Bobby
1: They're also
3: best friends. Now. You just wrote your way out of a wife, bro. But I'm still your best friend,
1: dude. <laughs> I fuck your wife. <laughs> I do that for you, dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow, incredible! I never. Wow, I'm. I stand this shit. I like it. Oh yeah. All right. The next one is Rory herself, Alexis Bledel, and her husband Vincent. Car- How do you, Vincent Cart? I don't know the guy, the the little kid from Mad Men,
4: Cartheiser. Cartheiser. Thank you. I'm
2: guessing.
1: Oh, America Ferrera, then my God! Oh,
4: 100, America Ferrera. Oh, oh my she's, God,
1: she's also in the That's Sin perfect. City movies. She's in. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, Wait, but are you imagining? I'm imagining Alexis Patel and America
2: Ferrera forming being in a
1: relationship. relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, That's the yeah. One. No, everyone was okay, on yeah. Right. Yeah. great. Yeah,
2: no. Now that you've said it, there's nothing else in the world I want more than yeah. this announcement.
1: Yeah. yeah.
4: Also, you know what? Amber Tamblyn can join too. <laughs> <gasps> Oh. Tamble. Mm-hmm. Wait, Tamble who is the
1: fourth it. of the sisterhood?
4: Blake. Blake Lively. She Blake Lively. can also come. I don't care. <sighs> really, I just want all of us to be friends. But
1: Ryan has to watch. <laughs>
3: <laughs> He'll be fine. He likes that. Can I say one thing? The The guy who played Pete from Mad mm-hmm. Madden, who yeah. Alexis Bledel is, is married to, I saw him in the truly weirdest interview where someone said, your wife was on Gilmore Girls, and he said she was the Gilmore Girl. I find that insane. (laughs) There's never been a show that's clearly had two leads more (laughs) that are named Gilmore than Gilmore Girls.
2: I've said it before and I'll say it again. After the with the reboot, we all have to acknowledge it becomes Emily's story.
3: Yes, I agree.
4: And also, Mm -hmm. Lauren, um, famously, I think this is the thing we disagree on most. But Mm -hmm. I almost said I wanted her. I wanted Alexis Bledel. (gasps) Uh huh. I wanted Alexis Bledel and Logan Huntsberger to tear apart her marriage to Pete from Mad <laughs> I
2: want it so bad. I want it too. so bad. I want it. I love it. I love Logan Huntsberger. I love Logan Huntsberger so much. Wait, I, you do? I do. I do. I no, thought you I'm were a Jess Stan. Okay, so this is the thing we agree no. on the most. Great. This is the thing we agree on more than anything in the world. I am
4: anti-Jess. I don't. Same. He didn't want right things for her. We no. should. I mean, we could talk about this on another episode. <laughs>
3: We will. Yeah. I'll moderate. I'm not a Gilmore Girls person. And I I think I want to get into it, but I'll just never tell anyone Mm -hmm. because I don't want to infuriate people. Because this is just something where it is political. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't want to bring it up at the dinner table. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I think, Casey, you were unavailable the night I hosted it, but I did host it, a Friday night dinner where several oh. comedians logged into Zoom and we debated this.
3: What a! W- and are you friends with any of those people
2: anymore? Uh, I talk to very few of them still.
3: <laughs> yeah, you can. No. What a wonderful idea.
2: But it all started because a uh, friend of the show, Chrissy Shackelford, and I were going in a back and forth on Twitter, and I was like, we have to take this to Zoom. <laughs> Anyways, um, I have one final couple that I would like to you to break up but this is going to take us in a completely different direction this is a bonus round but we couldn't we couldn't have you on the show today and not acknowledge the hills Um, (gasps) and and as you
1: legally
3: legally your lawyers contacted
2: uh, by lawyers uh, I mean several of your friends um (laughs) but Caitlin and I were talking and Caitlin pointed out something to me and so I can't stop thinking about the fact that like it's actually ungodly that Heidi Montag and Spencer Pratt are still somehow married. In case I need you to wreck that home. Oh, it's, it's let's wreck that
4: home. Okay, but first, I mean, in order to wreck this home, I have to think of someone I really hate. <laughs> but like I don't want to like send anyone I willingly love into that relationship because. Wait, why? It, right.
3: Spencer and Heidi?
1: Oh, uh, well. <laughs> yeah. Well,
3: Spencer has said mm-hmm. recently on a different podcast, not our own, and Spencer, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, that any toxicity between them was always manufactured for the show.
4: Yes, I believe that. Well, okay, no, I don't believe that, but I do believe that they are like happily married because I think for that they're each other, for each that other. That means, they're very yeah wacky, but it, that's what I'm saying. It's you're like, the
1: only two people that experienced this weird thing together, you know? Well, it's like remember
4: all her
3: plastic surgery, how sad that was? It is
4: sad. That's the thing is I would like Heidi I, to go have a new fun life more yeah. than I would like Spencer to have a fun life. Though I have patronized his crystal business. Um, Let's see.
1: Do we have a Spencer Cratt crystal?
4: We do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is it? Which one?
4: Uh-oh,
2: uh-oh, uh-oh.
1: Is it hanging on the door now?
4: No. Oh, no. Oh, no. We have a lot oh, of no oh, no.
2: <laughs> Yeah, oh, no, no, we no, know we're what not are not trying, trying to break you up. No, we're no,
1: no, no. I'm not. I'm not like. How dare you bring that energy into our house? <laughs> By the way, sp- sp- a fair Spencer, question Spencer, on camera. Pratt cr- crystals are cursed. Um, well, <laughs> like, I
3: bought
4: it. I bought it because I was hosting no, a premiere crystals. party for The Hills reboot, yeah. and I did right. an, of course, a Spencer Pratt crystal unboxing. Mm-hmm. I have purchased yeah, of
1: plenty of the our crystals that we have in our
3: home. I'm trying to think. Because it's got to be, either of them have to continue on reality. Yeah. They're not going to go. And well. this still has to be one
4: of their coworkers. So we're talking to someone from the hills, right?
1: Misha Barton.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Nisha Barton. Oh no my God. He I, I love Misha Barton. I don't think she would be happy with Heidi. No, no and he hates yeah, her. Yeah, he does. He's mean to her. He's just a mean man. Yeah,
1: he's just like, he seems mean yeah. all the <sighs> time. Right?
4: It's hard. It's hard. Oh my God. It's how hard. old is Enzo now? <gasps> I'm just
3: kidding. <laughs> but seriously,
4: but no. honestly, but honestly. Oh, you know what? I think she and Scott Disick would have a really good life together. And you know what?
2: Wow. I'll call the Kardashians uh, of the same world. It's of it's, the same. It's, in the, it's same same world. In the same. They're in the same canon. We've
3: got a Brody Jenner connection where you Yeah. Yes. they are okay.
2: linked. I love that. All right. Happy, happy, happy trails, uh, <laughs> Heidi and Scott. <laughs> um, well, we're going to take a quick break while I uh, mail out the invitations to Heidi and Scott's wedding, and we'll be right back. The gal pals behind We Stand Together
3: are now the hosts of Reunion Show, a 30 minute live stream improv show that self consciously uses the Zoom or Google Meet format to create an improvised tapestry of characters who are reuniting for better or worse.
2: For more information, check out our Instagram account at We Stand Social or thesquirrelnyc.com. Because the party starts this Wednesday, February 10th. We're live online at 9 30 Eastern immediately following Young Douglas. We'll see you there in your formal wear.
3: And together.
2: All right, y'all. And we're back. Um, Save the date for June 15th, 2021. It's coming in hot and heavy for Scott wow. and Heidi. I booked a venue. Anyways, sometimes in this show, you may be listening and forget that, you know, part of the premise of this podcast is that we are professors. And uh, I am very actively professoring all over the place. Um, and today I stumbled upon something that inspired my segment Um and typically we present theses, but today I'm actually going to be asking a series of questions because today I found a <laughs> statement of teaching philosophy that I wrote when I was in grad school. This was something that when you were were at the University of Iowa, you were supposed to graduate with this to help you get teaching jobs. And I was rereading it today for reasons that are boring, uh, but but this paragraph inspired me. Uh, it said, I wrote at like age twenty. 20, whatever, however young I was when I wrote this, that my approach to teaching is to teach the way I like to be taught. As a student, I am most engaged and inspired by faculty who constantly ask questions of me and provide a forum for me to explore my ideas. My favorite theater arts teachers and mentors have always been the ones with the Socratic approach. As a teacher, I strive to be like those I've learned from. Rather than telling my students the answers, I hope to guide them to the discoveries on their own. It's important for me that a classroom be a safe place where students can explore and share ideas openly. Uh, and so...
3: <laughs> it's really good i love that
2: i was i don't know it was i was going down memory lane today and so today i have a series of, of questions uh that i that are designed to stimulate some critical thinking uh in the realm of celebrity couples uh so i have just a just a couple of questions for you both today now the first is that I was thinking about celebrity reunions, like couples that I like wanted to get back together or have gotten back together. And this took me to, I believe it was like a Bustle article that was doing a breakdown of like the best celebrity couples who had broken up, like truly broken up and gotten back together. And reading this, I I discovered a, a, a couple um, that I hadn't realized I really cared about until today, which is John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. I love them. And apparently they broke up once for less than 24 hours, but they like broke up. And then John, less than 24 hours later, was like, just kidding. And they've been together ever since. And I've just decided that over quarantine, I've fallen in love with them and that they are the celebrity couple right now I would protect at all costs. And so this is a two part question for you both. What couple would you most want to reunite who has parted? And follow up, what couple that are still together would you both protect at all costs?
1: I know my Reunite. Okay. I mean, they're both in different relationships and have way different lives now. But um, uh, Conan and Lisa Kudrow.
4: Whoa. That's a really good one. Love.
1: Yeah, they were together for a really wow. long time, like and around it, like the start of Late Night and that sort of thing. And and they she's been on his podcast a couple times before, mm-hmm. and they've talked about it. He's also the Emmys host in the last episode of the Comeback season mm-hmm. two, a fucking perfect oh. episode of television. Wow. That's my that's excellent. my get back together one.
4: Wow, that's, that's really good. Excellent. That's an excellent one. I do have one that I would protect at all costs. Well, who's that? And okay. it takes us full circle to the top of this conversation. Mm. Which is that I used to love that Rachel Bilson and Adam Brody were together. Now Mm. I (laughs) love that Adam Brody and Leighton Meester are together. And I love that Rachel Bilson and Bill Hader are together. And those are two couples that I would, I just, I love that dynamic. Mm -hmm. Like Leighton Meester, Meester (laughs) Meester, a perfect fit into that world.
2: Excellent choices. Excellent choices. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. Next question. We all know that divorce often strikes in the Real Housewives franchises. So I ask, what, if any, real housewife couple that split up would you choose to reunite if possible? And why? This may also include a non-romantic breakup because friends do also
4: break up in this franchise. We all know this. Okay, if we're talking New York, Mm -hmm. I want... Carol and Adam back together. (gasps) Wow. Did not see that coming. I mean, what a fun romance. Am I wrong? Wow. No.
3: Shocker. No, you're not
4: wrong, but I am
3: shocked. I, to interject myself, I've been rewatching Roni from the start. Mm -hmm. And the Jill and Bethany breakup is- Yeah, it's rough. Heartbreaking. physically like I want to shed my skin when I watch Mm -hmm. it. And then the fact that I know- Look, these shows are not meant to be binged. Mm-hmm. They're meant to be one week to week because this is too mm-hmm. much. Like knowing that the Carol Bethany breakup mm-hmm. is also coming, yeah. also seeing that Bethany at her happiest moments ever, ever, ever are oh, when she's first dating. Jessica I know, B. Mm-hmm. and she can't. She's just a person
4: that's not. Happy I know, and it's
3: it's the Jill
4: Bethany breakup is a. You know what? That's a very good point. That's also a.
3: But but I think you're you're more on point that. Carol and Bethany could have something to talk about. Like, it could be a whole episode, but no one laughed harder as true friends, like, true best friends that I've seen than Jill and Bethany. Yeah. Like, sit on a bed mm-hmm. and laugh. Yeah. Like, we're true friends. And then went from that. Yeah. Oh, it makes me feel. Yes. So, I agree. I would like to see Bethany have something. Yeah. And she just got nothing out of this goddamn series except for $200 million. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just,
4: just that. And a, and a fabulous business.
1: I would say I wish uh, uh, Russell didn't kill himself. I think that was really sad. I think that that's. So I think that was really sad. I wish that didn't happen. Um, yeah. Okay. I don't know if that counts. But. I
3: mean, yeah, that was very sad. <laughs> it, is. it does because yeah. they shouldn't be married. No one thinks they should be married today. Mm-hmm. But I wish that he was alive. Yeah. that yeah. was not a good relationship.
1: Yeah. No. I wish that no. didn't happen.
3: Yeah. I can't think Oof. of two people I would
4: who I would reunite on Beverly mm-hmm. Hills would be. Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle, because I also really love that relationship.
3: Yeah. Yeah. My my non-romantic go-to would be from Atlanta, Nini and Kim. I think that was one of the funnest friendships. Mm-hmm. They just had the best time just screaming, palling around, wearing wigs, having daughters the same age and getting drunk in front of them. <laughs> and that's fun. Yeah. Have you watched um, Salt Lake
4: City yet? Yeah. Okay. I haven't. I need to do it. It's,
2: it, I will say this. I had fallen out of the Real Housewives fandom for a bit. Salt Lake City has brought me back. Right. I've come home to the church. I have recommitted myself to the faith. I'm all in. And
3: and and there's a lot of faith talk. Mm-hmm. So
2: mm-hmm. I have one more question, and I know Casey. I know this is something that you're an expert in, so I I had to take advantage of your expertise, but. You know, this is someone who has come up on this podcast before in a variety of different ways, but they're also someone who often is in the limelight because their fans are a little bit worried about them. And I think that this person, if they could get their romantic life in order, they would have a lot of joy, a lot of... A lot of what they're seeking, and I know they're currently in a relationship, but I, I don't think they're with the person they're supposed to be. And I'm okay. curious if there is a person that, that that has been in their life before, either a ex or a co star or you know just someone in their world. I have thoughts, but I'm curious what what you are what you both think. But who is Britney Spears supposed to be with? What an incredible question!
3: Thank you.
1: I mean, the answer might be herself.
3: Wow, she's dating Sam Asghari. He's a model. They're all on Instagram. I think he seems like—I'll say this. I think he seems like a sweet person he does. and a good person for now. I guess Lauren, I, I don't want to speak for you, but it feels like your question is, "Who is for us?" Yes, I
2: definitely think that. Like he—he seems—he seems to be lovely. He's not. He doesn't seem to be toxic. But it seems like she's still like she's better than she. What, she seems like she's doing better. But she still doesn't seem like she's, like, fully back to her full potential. And I think the right partner, or perhaps to Dan's point, maybe it's just no partner. I don't know.
1: That, but. It's not a value judgment. It's, like, some mm-hmm. people don't have forever, though. You know? Like, the, the forever Certainly. ones. Like, like that's, that, that's no fucking appraisal of anyone's, like, worth mm-hmm. or, or anything at all. Like, it, it's, yeah, but, totally. but, you know, that's. That's true, too. Maybe not of her, but, like, she should come first. Yeah. You know, in her own life, you know, and.
4: I think that's why it's hard to put a finger on who it could be, because I think that Brittany still has a lot of self-realizing to do. Mm. And I think that she's not not exactly being treated as, like, the adult woman she is. Mm -hmm. And I think that that makes it hard to find like a lot, you know, like I, like her romance to me right now, feels like teenagers dating and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. which isn't a bad thing. And it could be like a Mm -hmm. very sweet relationship and they seem to enjoy the same things. Like they just work out and like he films her
3: (laughs) and that's what they both love to do. He's a lot younger than her. She's turning 40 this year. I think he's in his Mm twenties, which is cool. It's fine. But it is like, uh, I've said, uh, uh, Rich Chapman and I talked a lot. On uh, her podcast, we need to talk about TikTok, about Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. Because we both need mm-hmm. to. And uh, I think that something that could happen for Brittany, and not that she's necessarily needs this, is that if he could really apologize mm-hmm. to her, I don't think they should get back together at any yeah. But I think that if he would be like, I capitalized on our relationship in a way that you didn't, I wonder if that would free her in some way. I think you are right.
4: At first, I thought you were going to say that you thought they should get back together. And I was like, I really don't no, no, think no, he's no. your person. No.
3: <laughs> I think you're right. I think she might need that. He did a lot of capitalizing.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And he got to be like the quote-unquote funny guy about hey, it. Hey, was,
1: was Jason Alexander really at the Capitol raid? Did you see that come? Yes. Oh, my <gasps> God. For real? Yes. God damn. Piece of shit. Yeah, yes. yeah. Just
3: to be clear to the <gasps> yeah. listener, her husband of seventy-two hours, not the soap. Oh, yes, star,
1: Jason Alexander was, was at the fucking stop the steal shit on January sixth at yeah, the Capitol.
3: Yeah. Oh my Something god. Something I like about Brittany is she's never since Justin she's never dated a slipper, mm-hmm. and mm. I enjoy that about her.
2: Well, I will say, like one of the things, like. One of the reasons I wanted to ask this question open-endedly is that I thought I would go through her exes and find the one that got away. They're all, like, most of them have gone on to very problematic uh, next chapters. Yeah. There's there's a, several arrests in there.
3: Yeah. And I, this is what I think. This could be a man. I, I don't know who he is. He might emerge. Mm-hmm. If we could have a modern-day country star <gasps> who's like a Billy Ray Cyrus oh. for 2021. Mm these quite don't quite exist in 2021 but if he could emerge who's like his thing is like I'm sexy mm-hmm. to moms I do line dances I am from Louisiana but I have been prepped for stardom so I don't say <laughs> dumb shit constantly
4: mm-hmm.
3: maybe I think that there's a chance that maybe someone
4: else who had an experience similar to hers but did not become as famous. Mm. I'm not saying like someone from Insik necessarily, but like someone who had that same like you uh, know. I and I think she'd be very comfortable in Florida.
3: What about Now, Brickman, I'll turn to you. Mm-hmm. Who from New Kids is single?
4: None
2: of them. I don't think any of them are single. But who's teetering?
3: Uh I'm just putting that out there. What about a slightly half-generational older boy band
2: guy? I agree, and I think I mean, if we're going new kids, I think, unfortunately, the one she would be matched with is already taken. And I don't see Donnie leaving Jenny anytime soon.
3: Oh, I think her and Joey.
2: Yeah. No, I don't think Joey is as w- going to play with the whimsy as much. I think he's a little. Gotcha. I think Joey's too fastidious. He's too...
3: right, and and Donnie, as as you and I know mm-hmm. from attending a New Kids on the Block concert, mm-hmm. something that he believes mm-hmm. in is New Kids fandom is feminine. Mm-hmm.
1: Was he this <laughs> an NKOTBSB show, or
3: we went to the no mm- uh, mm- uh, mixtape? Okay, 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 tour,
1: okay, okay, which okay. the is
3: them, Debbie Gibson, Tiffany, and children behave. Yes, that shuts it down, but. He says in the concert, Mm -hmm. he says, you know, in 1989, they said, who's our fans? What's going to happen to these teeny boppers? And then he goes, they didn't believe in you. And then he goes, like, he's like, our fans now are teachers, our nurses. It's like people, (laughs) like, the women just erupt. They go insane. He should run for office. I've never seen anything like it. Donnie. Really? Good for Donnie. And And he's basically like... I can't believe our critics hated you.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but we love you. We believed in you. And now you're and I here. Just, I I, guess I see what you're saying, Bergman. Yeah, That
5: sounds Britney very Mark. Mark that yeah.
2: <laughs> because I think like, I think that's why Jenny and him seem so happy. It's Cause like, he like, he'll talk, like he'll play along. He's silly. He's goofy, but he's also like very masculine. He'll be strident when he needs. Yeah. Him. But he's also like, he's like, we're going to have boundaries. We're going to have a schedule. I think Joey is, too high, strong. Like I was. I I've watched a lot of interviews after the breakup happened, where he was very upset about the breakup, and I just think there's an energy there that I don't think is going to mesh with Brittany.
4: <laughs> it's really hard to think of who who would be Brittany's perfect match. I can think of who I who I would think like her perfect match would be when she was a teenager,
3: yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess we all agree she needs to like for us to understand her. Mm-hmm. She needs to come more into her own. Yeah, that we we still haven't seen even though she's, babe's turning forty I this know. year. She got she got a teenager I think. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm.
1: god! Oh, she shares his like, a color pencil drawings of Goku on Instagram all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, she yeah, loves yeah, yeah.
4: She's the cutest. Yeah. Mom. She is a very sweet. And, like, I she, also love that her
1: team does colored pencil drawings of Goku. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> funny. Oh yeah, Sean and, has yeah, no yeah. idea
3: that his mom is Britney Spears. <laughs> like, he doesn't get it at all. He's like, who? Why? And she also like apparently got math tutoring so she could be their math tutor. That's really mm-hmm. sweet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, not anymore. They're in high school. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. No parents can do high school math. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what, Dan? As
2: we're all talking about this. I think you're right I think right now to both your points she's not ready for that 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 romantic partner what she needs is to be invited into a better friend group yes. and yes. I think Caitlin you might know where I'm going with this even though she's on warning right now because of her behavior in quarantine yes. I think I think Sarah Michelle Geller needs to give Brittany an invitation to join her and Shannon Doherty and Selma Blair and their little clique
1: because <laughs> I, I think that friend she's group joining <laughs> little mix <laughs> you
2: know, no. you know I what think,
4: I think she, she would needs also, to join that clique she would benefit from sisterhood of the traveling pants
3: type friends
2: oh yeah but I think like yes but I think Sarah Michelle Geller, because I'm thinking about it
3: you're right we've never seen her have a girlfriend no. since Melissa Joan Hart oh. in the crazy BTS yes. yeah
2: and Melissa's gone in a direction that I don't think is gonna serve Britney now but I think SMG's relationship to stardom yes. and fame and becoming the and, mom and
3: never forget the SNL <gasps> where Brittany uh was the host and musical guest Ladies and gentlemen, Britney Spears was Sarah Michelle Geller out of fucking nowhere, yeah. uh-huh. never explained. Yeah. Wow. I have a okay. hard time think... with Sarah Michelle Geller.
2: Oh, oh, we, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: We explore all options here on this podcast <laughs> as far as what Sarah Michelle Geller is. But I, I agree. As far as what Britney's options are right now, she's got to go with some. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. They can work on those little foodster kits together with their kids.
3: Honestly, she's probably never seen Nine Hundred Two One Zero. So if she meets Shannon Doerr, she'll be like, "What is this show?" Yeah, and then she'll get obsessed. <laughs> yeah,
2: and Shannon's gonna love that trajectory.
3: I- I'm happy with. This. She does. She needs
4: friends. That's what she needs. She, she needs, needs friends, and she needs allies, and she needs like she needs she
3: needs to live with her sister. Honestly, Jamie Lynn is ahead of her.
2: Wow. Okay, it's it's amazing. You know, we can talk. We we've talked about Britney before. This won't be the last time. It's a it's a journey that just doesn't end. <laughs> uh well thank you so much for for going on this journey uh of questions uh with us uh before we say goodbye are there any celebrity exes out there that we didn't talk about yet that you're like i can't believe on a show about celebrity exes y'all didn't mention
1: uh
4: you know who i'm glad aren't a couple anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah do tell
2: you know we love
1: romantic that. schadenfreude on-
4: Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin. So much better as friends. True love it. And you know what? I'm not a fan of either of them, but was there was something be, about that union <laughs> that really, really rubbed me the wrong. Right exceedingly way. neutral about
1: yes. yeah, yeah. just
4: the beigeest relationship you can think of. I think that the like
2: they've really earned a few points for me because they accept and can laugh at how much we all hated them together. Like mm-hmm. they know yeah. they're like I
3: agree. Gwyneth is ascendant. Yeah. She's a send it because she knows it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. I also I also really
4: think the relationship with Dakota Johnson is very strange, too. Mm. I don't know. Maybe Chris Martin can't be married in my book. <laughs> yeah, I think
2: that's fair. Um. So I guess the final question, and this is open to Caitlin, too. My last question of this show is it's Valentine's Day week. What is your Valentine's Day wish for Hollywood? Like, what is your wish? <laughs> what do you want to send out there to the world of celebrities? Uh, it can be a reconciliation, it can be a just way to stay together, it can be anything. Like, this is we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give everyone a Valentine's Day wish for famous
4: folks. My Valentine's Day wish is that Kristen Bell and Dak mm-hmm. Shepard <gasps> post some video where they're just like. Mad but laughing at each other, and I get to enjoy it on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, we love that. We, we all that. we all
1: hope Kristen and Dax weather the storm. I do. Know? We all. It's. They're uh, very
4: open about their about the the work they put into their relationship, and I think that's great. It's
1: a wild yeah. world out there, you know.
4: Yeah, you know, we've 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 put
2: mo- poor Monica. We're always worried about Monica on this podcast. We're, <laughs> all thinking we're always thinking Monica. about Monica. <laughs> we're always thinking about their third Monica. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have a
3: wish? I mean, you know, my favorite celebrity couple mm-hmm. is just very under the radar. Yeah, and it's Jamie Lee Curtis and Christopher Guest. It's, wow! Yeah, it's a yeah. It's a, yeah. And I, I hope they continue to stay in their own lane. Mm-hmm. I think it's amazingly brave that they do not work together. Yeah, because they don't need yeah. to. And uh, continue. That's great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah.
2: Um. I guess my Valentine's Day wish is for myself to become part of a celebrity couple. Um, I would really like to and and you know, there's a couple of contenders out there.
1: What triangle what triangle yes. do you want to form? <gasps> we'll bring the episode no, full circle. Tri- yeah,
2: but you can be the home wrecker <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well yeah. yeah. Okay, what a wild thing for you to yeah, mention. Yeah, thank you so
2: no thank you barn. so much for setting me up perfectly for this. Um, you know, fans of the show, you won't be surprised to hear that I'm not trying to wreck this home, but I am trying to join the home that is Joshua Jackson and Jody. Uh Jody, Josh, call me. Uh I'm ready to re. I think they're here in New York right now. I'm I don't even need to relocate anywhere like they're here we we
3: we united uh mm-hmm. Lauren and I out of a love for Joshua Jackson but now it's it's taken a turn mm-hmm. like there's being a fan there's being a stand, and then there's being you know whatever <laughs> Lauren is going through yeah. um, So that's a that's
2: a that's a that's a relationship I would like to join um yeah absolutely. I've also you know I am still actively seeking a response from Shimu Lee on social media. Yeah, you're That open. door is open. Um, you know, I know he's married again, but Tom Ellis, I'm here. Like I've got a list, uh, and I'm open to I'm open to exploring other options too, but like, yeah, my my wish for Hollywood is that I I become part of it.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I
1: love it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> the most like I mean, that's the greatest love of all right
4: showbiz
1: <laughs> love for this business and- of show <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, uh, absolutely demented uh yeah
3: and i mean i guess we gotta say i mean i mentioned on the first episode of this podcast ever my number one love and rest in peace christopher Plummer. I oh,
1: I oh, love buddy.
4: You. Christopher
3: Plummer. what a king i'll miss you for the rest of my life
1: <laughs> i was telling uh casey earlier today the uh, um Big movie for me growing up. We weren't allowed to watch a lot. We rented most of almost all our movies from the library, but the library Mm -hmm, had all the Star Trek movies, a rare rare, rare PG-13 movie. uh, Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, has some great crude CGI. Christopher Plummer as the Klingon General Chang of uh, Mm. excellent, I also confessed, I, I confessed, Here's a Valentine's confession, yeah, uh, he an early, uh, early like sexual awakening moment in mm-hmm. that movie. So who else? Kim Cattrall is in <gasps> Star Trek VI: The Undiscovered Country. She mm-hmm. is a tr- she plays a like traitorous yes. Vulcan. She works on the Enterprise. Yes. She's feeding information off the ship, but because mm-hmm. she's a Vulcan, Spock can do the mind meld. Be like, you got you uh-huh. tell oh, us, yeah, that that you, tell us the sexy. truth, and that sort of thing. And he starts doing so, the mind meld. And her, it's like, it gets more like violent, but it starts as the most like, oh, oh, like orgasmic Vulcan mind meld you've ever heard in my life. And I remember being a little kid, like being like, well.
3: (laughs) Uh, Also, in that movie, speaking of sexual, Nichelle Nichols basically Mm. does the TikTok silhouette challenge. Yes! Oh my god, (laughs) she is insane in that movie. Uh. I uh, just, you know, sound of music is my heart, Mm -hmm. but there's so many things. Beginners, country, oh, beginners. Him and Dragnet, he eviscerates Tom Hanks with his eyeballs. Tom Hanks is still trying to recuperate. We could have had a stronger Tom Hanks, but we we don't. don't. (laughs) Uh, I love you, Christopher. I do too. In absolute peace, a Valentine if there ever was one. Mm -hmm. And Julie, I hope you're doing well. I know that was your best friend.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Aw. We're going to do, I'm going to do a wellness check on Julie after, after we, yeah, yeah. let's DM yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Dan, Casey, two of our favorite c- celebrity couples, two of our, f- aren't you? We're your each favorite two people. People. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, you get yeah, it. Yeah, you're yeah, two people. Yeah. You're a celebrity couple. We love you. And for everyone else that has fallen in love with you today, where can they find you next to get a big old dose? Oh boy. We're,
1: uh, I mean, our fucking apartment. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> We're getting 20. Uh, yeah, hours a our day. fucking apartment, I would say, is the number one place to yeah. check us out. Uh.
4: <laughs> um, you can follow me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. At it's me kcmc and yes i modeled that handle after leighton meesters when i first started an instagram hell yeah that's
2: that is some seriously cool shit and
1: i'm on i'm on twitter at AMFMP.
3: we love it and you know fans you can find us at we stand social across all platforms Including TikTok. Yeah, and if you
2: haven't checked it out, Caitlin has figured out how to TikTok, and she ain't stopping now. <laughs> oh, yeah. A
3: little bit. Yeah.
2: I Almost know. as if to
1: say, don't stop making stuff. <laughs> I my fingers up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
3: Almost to say. I- Guys, happy Valentine's happy Day. Happy
1: Valentine's Day. Day. Michelle Caldwell.